follow me now. But I do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste. Live from the John Lovitz Theater at Universal CityWalk. This, this, this is Two Guys and a Mic. Oh, boy. Starring the ebullient, yet neurotic, sometimes funny, but always skin-afflicted Ken. I will not fool in public. And Rich, the sardonic, wise-cracking control freak whose main mission in life is to make Ken feel uncomfortable. From a man's point of view, you live in hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Join the mindless mayhem now at 888-520-4374. This is Two Guys and a Mic. I'm afraid to move my camera. Don't, don't move it. Don't move the damn camera. Am I centered? You look beautiful, Ken. <laughs> I was just voguing. Did you catch that? Uh, I didn't want to know what you were doing. Oh. I really didn't want to know what you were doing. Hi, Rich. Hi, Ken. How are you? I am doing very well. How have you been? How is your world? My world revolves around waiting for a fetus to drop out of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that You know how it was. Oh. You know how it is. Mm. The due date's this week, and it's kind of like, okay. Where the fuck are you? Come on! <laughs> and the, the, the in-laws are there now, right? You, yes. you were waiting for all the in-laws yes. to come in. Yes. You said you didn't want to have sex. You didn't want to put your penis inside oh, your no, wife. Oh, no, we did. Until, <laughs> but you didn't want to do it until the, the, the people got there. Yeah, because I, you didn't I, want to induce I got labor. back from the airport. I threw her, her mother down. I was like, let's go! <laughs> you had sex with her mother? Oh, yeah. Well, you have to. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't, that's not going to induce labor. You haven't had sex with all your in-laws? No, I have not. Wow. No. Oh, that's unusual. No wonder. He, no wonder you have that tension. It eases the tension, Ken. I um, I have, uh, I have. Can I, can I let you hear something? Oh Christ! What do you got? I think I'm sitting on a gold mine. A gold mine. A gold mine. Gold. Um, mine. my kid, who's three years found old, found more condoms at his school. No. No, he did not oh, find found. more. <laughs> he, I saw. I found the used condom by the curb at his preschool. Right. That's the ones. It. The ones they were teaching them how to. Properly put on. No, they no no. I haven't found anything else at his school. Okay, sex toys, nothing. Nothing, All nothing. Right. His did school. you sit there and video? Did you watch? Did you wait? Did you trap somebody? You know, getting I, it on one of the teachers. I got. I was impressed you put the uh, photo on Twitter of the used condom that you found in front of I your did. son's preschool. I did. That's nice. I like that how nice. I, I'm offended by that, <laughs> but yet I squat down to take a photo yeah. of it and tweet it. <laughs> My son was not with me when I did that, though. Yes, he was. He was on your back. No, I got him into the school, and then I came out, and there I am squatting by the curb. Well, who was the kid holding it, then? There was no... <laughs> <laughs> there was no kid. Uh, my kid is, uh, is doing an impression. My kid has an impression. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, you're, already, you're already working on his routine, everything? You got everything going here, huh? I brought this in... You're going to be an agent, aren't you? I'm not going to be an agent, but yes, he, you are. he does this Joe Pesci impression. What? Joe Pesci? Can he even say Joe Pesci? Does uh, he know who Joe Pesci is? No. No. So why does he do a Joe Pesci I just made the connection, and he, he did something one day, and, oh, I, and I stopped in the middle of everything and went, that's Joe Pesci. And then I kept saying, <laughs> Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci. And now whenever I go, hey, can you do a little Joe Pesci, he just he immediately goes, recalls right. he that. He does the does whole it. scene from Goodfellas. No, it's not from Goodfellas. Why well, amuse you? No, and it's not the the when he was stabbing the the person in the in the in the trunk yeah. when he opened up the trunk and uh -huh. the right. the mobster was still alive and he's like, "Nice motherfucker, juice, you motherfucker," just stabbing him like yeah. that. That's no. what he does. No, it's not what he does. With a stuffed animal. It's a different movie. Okay, it's All a right. different movie. Let me see if I can fire it up. My here. cousin Vinny. He does something. With my cousin Vinny. No, you want to the take a guess? The two youths. The two youths. I, was, I would have said Goodfellas. So. Oh yeah, we said we went. It's not Goodfellas. He's three. 
Yeah. yeah the, only, the only two movies I can name. Uh, well, he was in yeah, Joe like, Pesci. Yeah, he was in like one of my the uh, My cousin Vinny and Goodfellas, and he was in uh, Oh Home Alone. Home Alone. He was in the Home Alone. Home movies. Alone. Yeah, there we go. That's All right, cool. gentlemen, here we go. Let me see if I can do this. Stage dad. See how it is. That's Lethal Weapon 2. That's Joe Pesci from have, Lethal Weapon 2. Is he having a seizure? No. Okay, 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 okay. That's what he's doing. I'll play it again if you really, if you really I think America's Got Talent is waiting for you. <laughs> I think. Play it again. Any oh, chance? Can we just have the build-up again? Because, yeah. Uh, Any <laughs> chance to make fun of my kid? Here we go. I don't. Let's hear it. Come on. Hey, what's up, Dad? Will you do me a favor? Stage Dad. Can you do a little Joe Pesci for me? Can I hear it? How long do you do that for? An hour and a half? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. No, it was it, basically all I have to do is say Joe Pesci, and he does it. Right. So I just took him out to get it on video. If he slips out of character, do you try to stop him and try to mold him back, bring him back? Or? No, no, no. The funny, <laughs> the funny thing is, though, he he completely changes when I put a camera on him. Like if he's sitting at the dinner table, or or we're just sitting on the couch doing something, I say, right. "Do Joe Pesci." He nails it, and he's like, "Okay, okay, okay." He puts his hands up, he starts doing it perfectly. Right. The right. second I put a camera in front of him, he's like, "Okay, okay, poop, pee pee, okay, poop." He starts doing all this other stuff. Lewis. He works blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bobcat Goldthwait meets Jerry Lewis. He starts dancing and screaming and saying words he shouldn't. And all right, so what you need focus. to do, you need to get cameras placed in your place, in your in your house, that nobody like nanny cams that nobody knows about. Go with the nanny cams if he's good. You don't want to. He's do got that. the whole. He's got the whole thing. He's got the whole Joe Pesci. No one needs to see what we do in our house and <laughs> the way we live. No, no one on the planet needs to see any of that. It's why, fine. Why are there terrible things that happen there, Ken? No, let's intro the show. We don't want to get into my house and how I live, do we? The show, Two Guys and a Mic. That is the name of our podcast, friends. Two guys and a mic, two guys. Every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. is the show. You can call us up tonight, and and you're going to need the numbers tonight because we have some good stuff going on. 888 is the number. And uh, we're going to entice you to use that in the second segment because we have a special guest tonight. We got an author on. We, we got an author, a guy who wrote this book. <laughs> Justin Halpern is here tonight. No. He's the uh, creator of Shit My Dad Says. Yes. And the author of the new book, I Suck at Girls. Yes. And if you have any stories that exemplify why you suck at girls or guys. Well, it's very funny. And obviously, he, he, at least he did suck at girls. <laughs> he wants, it made me feel really good. About my childhood and growing up, and not that some of it's just bad luck, though. Well, there's yeah, like, well, I mean, yeah. there's not like anything. There were there were stories in there where he was like, okay, he he could have made that move in a different way, but a lot of it was just bad luck, like in Ibiza when he kind of gets all like he's you locked up with poop. Do you know what if you read? You read you read the stories. <laughs> yeah, you read the stories, and that if that's the type of karma that just follows him. But he but he's always too honest. He's always too honest and overthinking. Right? right. So, and that's what happens when if you if you think about it, or if you have any kind of conscience, you're going to suck at girls. That's right. Well, it, <laughs> all right, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> blow me up. 
one 800 Two guys on a mic. Anyway, he's going to be on in the second segment. And uh, if you've got some good stories to share about your personal life, uh, we might just give you an autographed copy of his book for the best one. That would be very cool. Of course, uh, it'll, after I finish reading it, because I haven't finished, I only got up to the Hooters chapter. I'm sorry. I only got up to the Hooters chapter. I had like four days to read it. I was like, oh, crap, I'm Actually, trying to read this. It, you know, it's, it's tough. To, it's a really, really, it's a really thin book. Oh, it's an easy read. And it I looked just, at this and I went, oh, I can, I, stare, I can knock this out. I stare at my wife's pregnant belly for nine hours while I'm home waiting going, please, now, please, now, please, now, please, now. And then I go, oh, I got 26 minutes before I go to bed. Read, 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 read. And then I have like uh, the majority of my life, I have a three-year-old tugging at my pant leg. Yes. So Doing Joe Pesci. So I got <laughs> the to. The two utes. <laughs> I got to, uh, I got as far as, and I, I think we got further than a lot of people have gotten in this book. That what are, it, are you trying, saying people buy the book and they just read eight, cha- eight, eight pages and they put it down? No, I, I'm not saying it that. It was on the bestseller I'm list, I'm talking about dude. people who, who did press with him, people who interviewed him. Oh, well, they're all, I, we they're, put in a they're better all Hollywood effort. people. They're liars. We put in a good effort. They're all liars. I got to page. Except Oprah. I, I got to, I got to page 109, which is actually right where he sees the Hooters sign. I got to page uh, 113. <laughs> uh, Are you serious? Yep. I got him. He already, he got hired already at Hooters. Okay. Well, I have... Oh, bam! <laughs> Way to spoil it for me. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at two guys and a mic LA, and you can email us at two guys, the, the word two, uh, guys and a mic at gmail.com. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So, Ken. Yes. Since I sit around and just wait for a pregnant belly to pop... What's new in your world? What has happened with you? I actually have a plan. I, I have something that I, I could sh- help you get that baby out. Really? I do. Is it a fishing hook? Uh, no, and a trailer hitch <laughs> is not involved. Uh, it is a, uh, it is a, there's a, a place in my neighborhood called uh, Coyote Pizza. It's in the uh, valley. Is this the Armenian guy that fixes your car? No, it's okay. not that guy. <laughs> They're not involved. I would not send her to them. <laughs> Perhaps the stress and anxiety of being ripped off would make her drop the baby. Boom. No. They, uh, these guys um, uh, may have on their $600 menu. $600 for that tire. <laughs> they have a salad on their menu. Called, salad? It's she, called, doesn't, she doesn't need to take a dump. It's she called the, the salad. Let me finish. The salad. It's, okay. it's, and you can learn about it. At maternitysalad.com. Maternity salad? Yes. Oh, gross. Don't even... Oh, no. Ew. What's no, it? it's a salad that this restaurant, you have to sign a log when you order the salad. It's for women who are overdue, and they order the salad when they want to induce labor. And then they come back and they sign the log. What the hell the, is in it? Gunpowder? I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now <laughs> what's in the salad, my little friend. I did some research before the show for you. Olive oil, uh-huh. balsamic vinegar... I, that's every salad. Sun-dried tomatoes. That's every salad. Here's where it gets mysterious. All right, all right. Spices, herbs, seasoning, and love. <laughs> love? And that, love. apparently, is enough to make your... Love! And it's not in the salad. It's all in the dressing. It's all You can actually buy the dressing. Spices and love. Yeah. And they, they advertise it at this restaurant. Hmm. What could he be putting in there that he defines as love? I don't know. Is it like a liquid ingredient? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is it like a creamy Italian? <laughs> Ranch? <laughs> no. Roquefort? Is that, is that the love? Well, maybe that's the problem. I mean, that's the problem. I've been supplying her with the love stuff, and I haven't put spices in it. And you were so confident last week. You're like, oh, the second I have sex with her, that baby's going to come gonna out. Drop. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> didn't drop. Didn't drop. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. 
We all thought the same thing. She even thought the same thing. We went to the doctor this morning. He's like, he's looking in there. You know, he's got, he's looking at, he's going, nope, still closed up down there. Yeah. Come back next week. So is she, is she even is she even dilating it? No. Really? No. Oh my gosh, dude. No, having plenty of those uh, freaking surges, you know, all, all you know, for hours and hours at a time. You would think, oh my god, we're gonna go to the hospital. No, no, no nothing. Well, she'll come. <laughs> baby, <laughs> the baby, the will, baby will come. The baby will arrive. The baby will arrive. The baby will. I'm sure at Look, some point. It's not my your mind that just went there. I was actually. I had all honest, good intentions. At some point in her life, that baby will come. But for right now, we're looking for her to arrive. Not creepy at all, new dad. Oh my god! <laughs> not. I don't know. I, I, you know, we tried the sex. We tried the spicy food. We were, there's a lot of walking going on. Tried stairs. I, the, I'm thinking, what's next? We're gonna, maybe if we have a fist fight. It's going to be a fist fight, or <laughs> we both get wiffle ball bats and just beat each other with them. Well, you can't do that. You can't hit her. Trampoline. I won't hit on the baby trampoline. part. Do you have a trampoline? Ba- oh, yeah, in the house. That's got to help. Well, you have a big backyard. <laughs> trampoline, maybe. What else? Basketball? How about play basketball? No? She's not going to. She can't She can't even walk. I, I, I think try this out. Go to this place. Drag her to this place. But what does it's this not cost? Far. Like twenty six dollars no, for this like freaking a tw- salad. No, it's like a twelve dollar salad. Do you remember in Orlando when we when yeah. we did w- with Jim Phillips? Do you remember his secret uh, recipe? His macaroni and cheese thing. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would he would yes. have women call his show. Yes, yes, yes. And he'd say, "You gotta you gotta make a bowl of Kraft macaroni and cheese." We had mac and cheese and, this week. And Twice. pour in a bunch of A one sauce. Yeah. That was it. A one sauce. A one sauce. You put in as much A one sauce to your liking. And uh, however much you can stand, and then women would just send him Polaroids of their babies, like mysteriously popping out of their vagina, like within two to three days after they had this. I guarantee you, dude, go have the salad at Coyote. I'm actually giving these guys a free plug. Yeah, what are you doing? Why. What are you doing? <laughs> and then have the mac and cheese for dinner. Ma- well, we've got mac and cheese left over in the fridge right now. I forgot about the A1 part of it, though. We had mac and cheese. It was just mac Phil- and cheese. Mac and cheese. I forgot. I totally forgot about the A1. That's the old Phillips file way, man. That, and I'll put a little gunpowder and some tapatio. <laughs> <laughs> tapatio wouldn't hurt. Some motor oil, maybe, and, you know, whatever we can find. Yeah. Anything, man. Make it happen, for God's sake. Good things come to those who wait, right? Yes, Think yes, this may yes. Be, this may be a genius on the horizon here. Well, it has to be. He's my kid. <laughs> slow answer. <laughs> slow answer there. Well, she will be here shortly, and uh, yes, yes, she will. Have and you have you decided on the name yet or anything? No, still we don't haven't. know until you see her. Right? Won't know until we see her. You have a short list, right? A short list. Okay. Uh, Armando is not on the list. Yeah. <laughs> have you been to a Dodgers game lately? Just to throw that out there. Um, I'm going to one in the near future, but I haven't been one of this year, no. I went to a Dodgers game last night for the first time in a long time. Did you get beat up? No, I didn't get beat up. And Just... I was I was rocking Phillies gear, too. I had a Phillies jersey on. Ben had a Phillies jersey on. Where'd you sit? Oh, you had Ben as your protection. Yeah, they're not going to mess with a guy with a three-year-old yeah. on their, on their yeah. shoulders. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was very weird. We had a lot of really weird people around us. And I used to think like the cheap seats were the bad place to sit. Right. And then every once in a while, we found really great seats, like about 20 rows behind the dugout last, yesterday for $35. Wow. 35 bucks. So we bought those. Some guy passed out. I don't know. The stadium, you just took them. Six hours before the game, they popped up on StubHub. We grabbed them and we were there. Wow. Um, but it's a little, it's much weirder down there sometimes too with uh, sitting around all the rich folk. Why is it? (laughs) Because they're not paying attention. 
They have no well, idea. Well, yeah, they're not paying attention at all. They're not watching anything that goes right. on. They on have the no field. idea. But until they turn the lights out at the stadium, they don't even know the game's over. Okay, aside from this really funny heckler I had behind me, we had this, this, this group in front of us, these two couples. Now you can bring food to Dodger Stadium. You can bring a bag of food to Dodger Stadium. You can bring your dinner. Really? Yeah. Mm. It's a new wow. It's a new rule. You can have a bag yeah. up to like 14 inches full of food wow. and water and whatever Magic you want. Magic Johnson. Wow. Yeah. So we had this family in front of us who not only brought like these giant cushions to sit on the chairs. They brought these big lawn chair cushions. They brought this like they had all these bags from Gelson's. And then I'm like, what could this possibly what are you be? Freaking homeless people? What the hell? Dude, I kid you not. They thought they were at Hollywood Bowl like mm-hmm. watching like, oh, you know, Barry Manilow. Oh my god. They pulled out China. What? <laughs> they they had actual plates from home. You could you could tell by the sound on them that it was China. It was like they're passing them out. They all, they have these big China plates in front of them eating their food. See, that's when you need to go back to the souvenir stand, buy a couple of baseballs, the cheapest ones you can get. Do the uh, do the arcade game, the fun game. Yeah. Hold up your plates. No, 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 no arcade. Don't let them know. Go foul ball and just fire it across. Yeah, they had a, and, and one of the guys in the group. And here's the best part. I don't even know if he was with the group or not, but he was like a couple over from them. He had a puppet. And he kept holding up a puppet. He had a what? A puppet? I'm not at the Dodger lying to you, dude. It was the most. They brought like a Hollywood Bowl picnic and a puppet. It was the strangest group I've ever seen in a game. Did ever. they know where they were? Were they speaking English? Uh, no. Yeah, they were, they were, they were just like weird older and like you could tell they were filthy rich. Well, what and, kind of puppet? Yeah, what was the puppet? Was it okay. a mar- marionette? Was it one of there those? There weren't like, strings. Yeah. There weren't strings, and it wasn't like it wasn't like one of those furry like orangutans with like sunglasses on that you can velcro their arms around <laughs> you and do this stuff. Was it, it was, was it like Triumph? No, it was uh, it was just a like it came puppet. down to yeah. here. And the fingers go in the hands, so it was like this little creepy guy with an old. It had an old style marionette face, Ooh. and it had like little like Ooh. sticks in his hand. Oh, like, so like your fingers were his arms and yeah. legs and stuff. And then oh, yes. weird. it was really creepy. And, he and was had, he talking as the puppet? Come would, on, he would hold it. Come up. on, <laughs> when he held it up, I kid you not. When he held it up, he would go, "Go Dodgers!" Like this. <laughs> I am not. I am not kidding you. <laughs> go Dodgers! Good hit! Come on, come on, Andre Ithier, Come on! And then I have this like fifteen-year-old. Good hit! Good hit! I have this fifteen-year-old Philly fan behind me going, "Put the fucking puppet down!" <laughs> <laughs> it was like I thought I was in like this. Did he have like one of those Twilight little harlequin movie. outfits on? Like he was like the jester oh, yeah. puppet, you know, the little. Yay, little Dodgers! Yay! It was so strange. <laughs> It was what so bizarre, dude. Are you sure you didn't dream this? No, I did not. That's I did awesome. not. Because at one point, my wife looked over at me, and she goes, is, is this real? Is this really going on? I'm like, yeah, it's going on. You know, it's a good thing It's a good thing that your team won. The Dodgers lost. Because imagine, imagine the angst you'd have had if they blew the game, Dodgers came back and won, and you had to listen to, yay, the Dodgers just came back and beat your team in your face. <laughs> I was... I was I was afraid when uh, the Phillies made the final out that he was going to turn around with the puppet and the <laughs> puppet was going to have like new eyebrows <laughs> and get all angry. He's like, little, little knives. Your team sucks. <laughs> we hate you. We hate you. We hate you. Follow you all over to your car. We hate you. We hate you. And then they packed up their china and their little puppet show and they hit the road. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So puppets and China. That's awesome. Puppets wow. in China. That's great. Wow. I don't get it. I don't so get there's it. no place safe in Dodger Stadium. You sit in the cheap seats and, and you get beer bo- you know, beer bottles thrown at you. Of course, <laughs> they showed up in the fifth and they left in the eighth. 
That was it. Oh, then that's not bad. It was only, they were only there for eight minutes. Four, four <laughs> innings. Four innings. Yeah, gone. but they could have been there for all nine with puppets. Yay, puppets. What do you want to do for dinner? I don't know. Let's go. Let's go eat at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> take the puppet. <laughs> I think even better would have been if if they showed up, you know, early before the game and just and they got down on the floor and let the puppets like they were sitting in the seat. <laughs> they had two puppets. And the puppet. Oh, 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 we can't sit there. There's a family of puppets <laughs> taking that row. And the puppets had the food and the silverware and all. Like a full-size chicken drumstick. Yeah. And they're just they're on all, you know, they're on their knees down there trying to stay low, acting like they can't be seen. You know? Yay, Dodgers! What just happened? Just sitting happen? in peanut shells. Okay. You got a key on the person over there that's a Dodger fan when they cheer you cheer. The two puppets show up on the kiss cam and they kiss. <laughs> they start getting it on. Bro. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Puppet sex. Uh, so, yeah, Dodger Stadium. <laughs> Holy crap. Cheers to dude. you. Crap. Well, at least that's entertaining. It was. It was entertaining. I the mean, only stories it, I have from Dodger Stadium are like almost getting in fist fights yeah. and getting attacked and having angry cholos scream obscenities in my son's face. I, it's actually I like, can't imagine that happens to a guy who goes to Dodger Stadium looking like the, the Mets. Uh, <laughs> no. You know, but when you're. When you're 26 years old and there's a seven-year-old walking at you wearing a Mets hat and you get down in his face and go, you all think you fucking suck? I'm going to fucking kill you. I was like, <laughs> the kid's like, oh, you know, because he's walking like, eight, you know, 10 feet in front of me. They got it on lockdown, but there's nothing the police and security do, can do about the death stairs. Yeah. But you still get the death stairs. Like walking in the parking lot, I had a guy just like looking at me like. For yeah. the longest time, yeah. we're just walking side by side, and he would not take you. his eyes off me. I'm going to kill you. The nerve of you to wear a Phillies jersey. I'm going to kill you and your Phillies jersey. Yeah. He, I'm uh, going to fucking put that Phillies head up your ass and pull it out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was the Phillies. It was the Phillies, and there's the a Phillies. man, they hate that team there. A lot of people hate the Phillies. Not as much as they hate the Giants. Well, they're... <laughs> There's, you know, the Giants. They'll actually kill you and cut your tongue out. Yeah. Nothing to hate the Phillies about this year, though. Well, yeah, thank, <laughs> thankfully, we like that. It's a good year for baseball. Why? Because your Mets are doing all right. No, my Mets are gonna. But your your team's gonna end up ahead of the Mets. Don't worry about it. But for, at least for the first half of the year, Phillies in last place, Mets in second place. Everything's good. Uh, well, we have. I think we have a Padres fan coming up in the second segment. Padres. Mm -hmm. On the baseball show here, you mean? <laughs> on our on sportscast? <laughs> Two guys and a baseball team? <laughs> what, what, what do you say we get ready for him? Well, I'll go down to the green room and I get Mr. Justin Halpern. Get him a fresh beer. Get him all fired up. Get him a fresh dogfish. Yeah. Get him a fresh dogfish. We'll get him in here. We'll talk a little about this, uh, this insane, sad, and crazy life he's lived. <laughs> <laughs> he's happy now, though. It's all. It's got a happy ending. It's entertaining as hell, man. It is very funny. We'll get the uh, the praying mantis on fire in here in a second. Two guys in a mic. I'm Jordan Peele. Please watch my television show. It's called Key and Peele. It's on Tuesdays, 10.30, 9.30 Central on Comedy Central. Right now, you are listening slash watching Two Guys in a Mic on the Toad Hop Network. Ta-da! 
Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for ScoreBig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly, or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore, thanks to ScoreBig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail, and you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at ScoreBig.com, and you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the ScoreBig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and uh, I think that's uh, perfect the way you did Those that. were teams in Southern California, but ScoreBig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I just had a, I got a tweet. global. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, ScoreBig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at ScoreBig.com is what you pay. Always listen to retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G.com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. What's up, everybody? It's Daryl Wright from The Right Turn. We are doing The Right Turn live July 28th, 8 p.m. Me, Danny Sparks, Matthew Nate Newcomb, Lloyd Collins is in the house. Special guest. I ain't going to tell you who it is, but they'll be drunk, too. Go to ToadHopNetwork.com, look at the banner ad, click it, and just get your tickets for just $10. It's just $10, guys. ToadHopNetwork.com and also TheLovers.com, $10 tickets. Come out, join us, 8 p.m., July 28th. It's vodka time in the... House and it's that kind of party, guys. Come out and join us. It's on. Well, it would have been, could have been worse than you would ever know. On the dashboard, melted bones still have the radio.
was patiently erasing and recording the wrong episodes after you and through my plan. It wasn't like I'd let it go. Forte, and you're listening to Two Guys and a Mic on the Toad Hop Network. The Toad Hop Network! We're back, Ken. Nice, nice rejoin, The Cure. Yes! So before we dive into more wonderful Two Guys and a Mic, I want to let everybody know, come see Daryl Wright and Danny Sparks do their show, The Right Turn Live, on stage at the John Lovitz Comedy Club, Saturday, July 28th, 8 p.m., you can get tickets at thelovitz.com or toadhopnetwork.com. Hashtag vodka time. Hashtag vodka that's what time. They, they hashtag vodka time on everything. Well, it's not on this piece of paper, Ken. Well, you know, Do you that's... see it anywhere? Do you see it? I follow my, my fellow Toad Hop Networkers, and I know what they do. I know what they're up to. God, I you keep are tabs. so connected. Shut up. They love you. Uh, we have a, a very special guest in the... Uh, studio with us right now yes we do the man we spoke uh, in detail about before and he's done the show before can we say that yes he has done the show but not live that's right he called a phone by a phone and uh that was back in the day when he created a little something called shit my dad says yeah it was uh, i believe it was a tv show and now he's got a uh, a big book out called i suck at girls sitting across from us mr justin halpern <laughs> I like the way we introduce yeah, you. Yeah, that's awesome. If, if you look at the, if you look at the, if somebody's watching, you're already there. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Three, I'm just sitting silently. Three, you're sitting silently, and we're talking like we're gonna, you're gonna walk out from behind the curtain, and come sit <laughs> in the couch next to us. I did a uh, when I was first promoting the first book. I did the early show with Julie Chen, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's like three thirty in the morning. I'm in CBS uh, studios, and and uh, she walks out. And she's sitting in her chair, and they're like, "Julie, it's three minutes till uh, till it starts." And she's just practicing her line. She's like, "At twenty nine years old, doesn't help." And she's like doing it over and over again. And I, so I sit down in the chair next to her, and she still hasn't said anything to me. She's like practicing the line. They're like, they're like, they're like, "Julie, thirty seconds till air," and it hasn't said hi or anything. Like she's just practicing her shit. And then ten seconds before we start, they're like, 10 seconds, Julie." She looks at me. and She goes, "Never not look at me. Let's go." And then, and then we do the thing. So if you see the clip online, you can actually see it on YouTube. 
they cut to me for 10 seconds I'm just like staring at her silently with like a slight <laughs> like a fucking serial killer it's you can look she at her like, it's like she said no don't not look at her yeah I was like double negative I didn't know yeah, <laughs> never like, not look at me. does that mean I never look at her or <laughs> never not look at me see at the moment she said that you should just embraced her and held her when the, ca- when the camera came back on see how she reacted Right. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> or you're just staring like at the opposite wall. Yeah, she, I know. She, she just in the corner, she, she, Blair Witch style. At <laughs> 29 years old. Get off me. Get off me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now you had you had the, this mega mega thing. Shit, my dad says um, with the with the Twitter accounts, and then you had the book, and then you had the sitcom. And uh, if you mind, I'm sure you talked about it a thousand times, but tell us how it went from Twitter to TV. Quickly, if you, well, not quickly, but as long as uh, you yeah, no, I uh, the quick version. So I started the Twitter feed in August of uh, '09, and then by mid-September, uh, I had offers to do a book, and by mid-October, I had written a book proposal and sold it, and by late October, I had sold the television show, uh, sold the show. By February of the next year, we were shooting a pilot with William Shatner, and then in May we got picked up. And fall, the next fall we were on. It was like like nothing ever happens that fast. That's a hell of a rocket ride. Yeah, it was crazy. Now, when you started the Twitter feed, you were you were in between jobs, right? You were you were just down. Were you no, I had a job. I was oh. a I was a I actually had the best job I'd ever had. I was a columnist at uh, Maxim Online, and uh, I was living at I was just living at home because I had, I had just split up with my oh that's right girlfriend. that's right that's right yeah yeah but uh, I I did have a job but I just didn't know where I was going to live right right you were in, you were in, have, in that angst period of your life <laughs> right right I was wearing black eyeliner right. <laughs> <laughs> which wasn't being helped by your dad no no. No, yeah, I mean that's kind of like I. It started as just I would my like G chat status would be something he said, and then um, and then one of my friends was like just toss it up on Twitter, and then the, and it just caught fire. Uh, there was like a week where nobody was following me. I woke up one morning there was like two people. I'm like sweet, and I looked and it was like uh, lacy fuckface at like it was all porn bots. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> where, their, where their description is, I love dick. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that, that's what it was. The picture I remember the the girl following me. The picture was of her somehow licking both of her nipples at the same time. <laughs> wow. I think Twitter has since uh, that outlawed that fork tongue. <laughs> the porn yeah. bots. But uh, and then like a week later. A week and a half, there was maybe like 500 people following it, and then um, Rob Corddry tweeted it out, and then it just it went crazy. Oh, so he was he was the linchpin. He... Oh yeah, for sure. I've I met I, I accosted Rob once at a at a Best Buy when I saw him there. I've never met I'd never met him before, but he basically like kind of launched my career, and so I I was like. Hey, hey, Rob. <laughs> and I'm sure he gets like assholes like that. <laughs> and he was like by the TV. He's like, uh, hey. I was like, uh. And then I was, I'm the shit my dad says guy. And then uh, I sort of explained to him and he was really nice. Well, he doesn't. It, that's surprising to me because he doesn't have anywhere near the followers that shit my dad says. Like he's got a, like maybe a couple hundred thousand. No, he has like over a million. He I does think. Now? Yeah. He had over a million when he tweeted it out. And that was in, de- definitely enough. Wow, uh, that'll do it. Yeah, it really like I also came like it. It came about at the right time. It's like I think if it happened now, it wouldn't nearly be as popular. There's so many people on Twitter, and there's so many different accounts, and there's so many people just doing it well. 
that it's it, it's a little harder to have your voice heard. It was well, right at that time when Twitter was just on the rise. Oh yeah, Twitter was just catching fire. Yeah, it, it was like Ashton Kutcher's so hot. You're right, like, really? Right. Wow, Twitter hasn't really made it that far yet. <laughs> so before, like your grandmother was like, now your grandmother's on Twitter. Then it was like, she's like, what? Twitter? Twitter? Yeah. What? what are you talking about? Exactly. It was like people wanted to talk about Twitter, but they didn't know what to talk about. What do you do? What like, is it happen- What's happening then, with this? Yeah, and then there was a narrative. It was like, oh, some asshole lives with his dad is you know, getting a lot of followers. Here's something to talk about. And you were dropping one tweet a day, right? Or two tweets a day sometimes? At the most one. It's never yeah. been more than one. That's really all you needed. Yeah. I, I think to date, I have maybe like 170 tweets total. Wow. And that's like two and a half years or something. I don't do it often because, you know, I, I only try to put up stuff that I think doesn't feel like derivative of something else he said mm-hmm. and that is funny or, or has some sort of meaning to it. So I don't do it that often. I envy your tweets. I was going <laughs> to think, think of the percentage, Ken. How many? You tweet like don't 170 a day, me. right? Don't depress me. Don't start talking about that. You're more of a shotgun tweeter. I... He's, he's a tweet marksman. I'm more like a like a like a, a Tommy gun tweeter. <laughs> yes, I'm just like it's a Gatling gun of tweets. Yes, it's like that thing that Jesse Ventura had in Predator. He just fucking <laughs> mowing people, mowing people down with the tweets. I throw whatever I got at the wall. Everything, some things everything. stick, some things don't, and that's basically what I do. Everything's going there. <laughs> but then I have another Twitter page that is I try to be more artful about, and then, you know I try to do it. That's the one you want no one uh, tweeting or, or following. That's the right? one where I have 73 followers. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna. Break or anything. Yeah, don't don't let anybody know what the name of that is. <laughs> if you want to if you want to call the show and say hello to Justin or share a good story about how you may suck at girls or suck at guys, you can do that too. We'll we're going to get him to sign a book and we'll send it to you if you have the best story. The number is 888-520-4374. Well, you know, Justin, the uh, the first thing I thought of when Ken said we're going to have Justin on the, the new book I suck at girls. I'm like, "Okay, oh, I can ask the, you know, what what inspired him? What's the genesis behind that? And then I read the story. It's your life story, dude. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's just a memoir, basically. Yeah, basically, you're telling stories, and I'm going through this, and I'm reading, and I'm like, I feel. I said before, I feel really good about myself, and not <laughs> not so that I was not that I was great <laughs> at doing stuff. It's like, I I'm like, oh shit, that same thing. I thought that same shit. Oh, that, that same thing happened to me. Oh, you know, not the exact circumstance. Yeah, but no. I mean. I mean, that's definitely, like, what I was going for. Like, these, you know, I had a bunch of stories that I felt were, or at least hoped, were relatable to people. Like, you didn't have that exact story, but you had something probably pretty similar. I, I speaking of that, I, for my senior prom, my sister grabbed me the day of my senior prom. And you went with your sister? I wanted to, no. (laughs) I wanted to take, all I wanted was to take her red Honda CRX to the prom. Those things were sweet. Yeah, they were the sweet day. back yeah, in the they day. Were, they sure. were very popular. And she had this nice candy apple red one. And uh, and she took me, she forced me to get into the car, and it was a stick shift. She took me to the mall parking lot. We went to the furthest part of the parking lot where it was all empty. And I learned to drive the stick shift by her teaching in one day so I could take it to the I was hoping you were going to say learn to make out. <laughs> yes. That's uh, no, that's not the right way to use your tongue, Ken. You don't open your mouth that wide. You don't do it. Too much saliva. Occasionally put so your hands on So then she let you face. take it? Yeah, and then I got to take it. Not only did I take it to the prom, but the next day, like, I got to be a hot shot. Like, we drove, we decided to drive up to New York City after we woke up in the hotel room and. We drove up to New York City and around Long Island, and I was just sporting around. So, how did you have a shitty time at your prom? How was that? I didn't say I had a shitty time. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. relating to I was relating to the stick shift story. <laughs> okay. All right, I how got he you, had got to you. do the crash yes. course on the stick shift. Yes, yes, I, I I get that. I I can relate to the shitty time. 
because uh, I went out with all like senior year. Girlfriend and I go out two weeks before the prom. She met the guy she eventually married like two years later. <laughs> and she cut, we go over the house. I was like, I guess it was three weeks before the prom. We go over there to talk about we're going to the limo and what we're going to do and everything else. And she says, she's sitting around. Well, you're acting weird. What's up? She goes, I think we're breaking up. <laughs> I was like, whoa, no, not before the prom. Because <laughs> the prom is magic. The prom's where I'm going to bang you. The prom. <laughs> I, I actually did hook up on my senior prom, but it was the most it was the most awkward, awful sex on the planet. No nope. first time nope. teenage sex. But good for was... you anyway. I mean, that's like you know, that's what we all aspire to at prom. I think. That's yeah, a... I would have. I would have. I would have paid money for By that. Way, yeah. who, what, <laughs> what senior in high school is like? Wow, we just had fucking awesome sex. <laughs> Nobody in high school has Fine. awesome sex. It's all terrible. Yeah, it's, it's like that's the best sex I've ever had. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you have that. But it's like. I think I got it in. <laughs> awful. I think we have a phone call. Do we have a Do we have a story there? Hopefully, uh, we have a phone call. Angelo, you with us? I'm here, guys. Angelo, who uh, you met? Uh. <laughs> who you met? Angelo, big fan of the show. What What's big your question fan. for Justin? Um, not so much a question, but I do have a terrible, a, a good terrible story of trying to pick up on a woman basically uh this happened a few years ago i was like 19 first time on the road with a band and the singer had gone kind of messed up and was sleeping in the van and we went over this friend's place that we were going to crash at she comes out and says where's dave we said he's asleep in the van she's like oh well i had the bed all ready for him to to crash there with me and the guys looked at me right away because they knew i was going to be trying on this tour i was like Hey, you know, I've been driving these guys the last 24 hours straight, hardly any sleep, sleep on the floor places. I'd take the bed if that's okay. I mean, I am beat to hell. I'm tired, and I'd like to sleep in a bed instead of on the floor. And she's like, well, I don't know. And then where I fucked up was, I was like, oh, come on, please. And fucking <laughs> oh, show my desperation. Yeah. Breaking right away, good. she's like, yeah. oh, no. Did you jump up and no. down, put your hands together and jump up and down? Please, 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 please. <laughs> Not exactly, but I just kind of give a little bounce when I said, please, and kind of tilted the head a little, yeah, at like the, a at that point, little kid. Right, at that point, you should just turn around and walk away. You just walk into the ocean and keep going yeah. at that point. Well, the whole time while I'm talking to her, my buddies, the rest of the guys in the band are behind her watching this, and it was like a fucking, like, like, at the, like on the green, about to put it in the fucking hole, and you could just see them as soon as it was like swing and a miss, they were just like, oh, they, they just had this reaction of, just pain and anguish for me like oh he just fucking ate it bad and, and then you went home and watched Rugrats <laughs> oh no then I fucking <laughs> no but I, I did cry a little that night just a little just a little man tear man tear it's good for and, you Angelo oh it was, it was painful it was painful and then apparently the when the singer found out the next day he was making custom picks for everybody and he designed a pick for me with everybody had a special nickname on theirs mine was Angelo please uh, well, that was uh, well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Thanks I for the call. I threw it out the fucking window. Thanks for the call, care, Angelo. Guys. Thank Bye. you, Angelo. Look how hardcore that got at the end. And then I threw it out the fucking window. Because <laughs> I'm not yeah. a fucking pussy. That's right. I work with bands. Yeah. yeah. I'm a roadie. Do you hear the end part where I said I threw it out the fucking window? That's right. <laughs>
I knocked her over at Target. She didn't know it was me. <laughs> I crashed did. that car right into her. <laughs> I did that uh, when I was promoting the first book. Uh, one of the things when my publicist at the book place was like, "Hey, we want you to do this Love Line in Ireland. It's just like Love Line, but it's in Ireland. You'll be the guest or whatever." So there's like an Irish Doctor Drew or whatever. So I think it's like <laughs> Love Line. I think there's like a Dr. I think it's Seamus. like yeah, <laughs> Drew McFlanahan. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I thought it was like Love Line here where they yeah, tell jokes right. and this and that. And it's kind of light and it's just like old guy and the first caller is uh, uh, I'm dying of AIDS and I'm in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what do you think Justin I'm like fuck it I don't know man that's a bummer I got a couple jokes ready but yeah good luck, good I left luck all with the, the AIDS <laughs> I left all the HIV jokes yeah, at home yeah. Yeah, next caller. I've got stage four lymphoma. What what do you think, Justin? (laughs) Yeah, no, no. Every call was like this guy couldn't stop beating his wife. She she makes me so angry. I'm like, fuck, I don't stop it. I have to hit her. I have to hit her. I'm like, buy. She might have this available on Amazon, right? (laughs) I don't know what to do. Oh my god. Oh Jesus, that's awful. The Doctor Seamus show. We've got another call for you. Okay. Alex, you're on Two Guys in a Mic with Justin Halpern. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. What's your question for Justin? Well, I, I understood you guys are looking for Tales of Love Gone Wrong. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Tell us. Uh, give, give it to us. <laughs> uh, so I met uh, a girl a few years ago, several years ago. I met her uh, at a Starbucks. I used to go there very frequently, and uh, eventually I, I you know, stacked up and, and asked her out. Uh, she was young. She was 19. I was 25. Um, and she got AIDS. <laughs> no, fortunately she didn't get. Well, maybe unfortunately, I don't know. Uh, he just um, wished AIDS on her. <laughs> she did. Well, she's an ex. I can wish AIDS on anybody. Mm-hmm. Anyway, please. It's free um, fucking country, man. I can wish AIDS on whoever right. I want. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we 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 dated. We moved in really fast, which is probably a bad idea for a nineteen-year-old and a twenty-five-year-old. But we did. Um, and and you know, I noticed. You know. Fairly soon that she uh, she like wait wine. wait wait she she was six years older than you did you just say no she no, was no. Was he was twenty you were twenty okay yeah which actually even kind of further uh, points out the the flaw in my thinking that she was nineteen and and had a real fondness for the wine and she wasn't uh, old enough to rent cars <laughs> right yeah or drink but you know right. for some reason I thought it was okay to buy her a bottle of wine and watch her pound it in fifteen minutes. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So she did, and and I and I kind of brushed it off. And as time went on, I noticed it getting worse and worse, and uh, it, it caused a lot of trouble. And, and I decided it was time for a change, and I moved away. I moved to Northern California. She follows me. Uh, she comes out a little while later, and and uh, um, starts the drinking again. And uh, why'd you let her in? <laughs> uh, you know, because it was she was really really hot. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, she was I, great in bed, right? She was great in bed. Yeah. She was incredible, and and she was she was really uh, uh, she wanted to learn. She was uh, really good at uh, taking instruction. Aside from that Merlot addiction, she was hot. <laughs> well, that actually made it better. That was the only the only time I actually enjoyed it was because that was when I got anal. Um, <laughs> so that's it, a it, one it, minute and twenty seconds into the call, he <laughs> dropped the anal. Yeah, well, I it's mean, that was, you know, there, there's, a, there's a you know silver lining to every class. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say. Yes, yes, and that is a cop. Um, so we dated for a while, and, and she moved out to California with me, and and uh, uh, <laughs> I, and then I, I had to get rid of her. She was it was just out of control. 
Uh, I was finding bottles and like the washer. Like it was just, it was ridiculous. Want to keep them clean. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, she left and I moved out. I moved down to, to, to LA and, and again, she followed me. I, she, you know, I, I got rid of her and she <laughs> kept coming back. And uh, the last straw was um, uh, one night in LA, about two months after we moved in, and uh, I, uh, she had been drinking as usual and, and it got, uh, you know, exceedingly bad. And, uh, I, I wake up in the middle of the night and I am I'm covered in in, in something wet and I, I I roll over and I, I thought I spilled my beer or a drink or something and I pat it and it has this uh, ammonia odor to it and I I quickly realize that I'm I'm covered in her piss. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, and that's oh. the last straw and, and I I had to get rid of her. Uh, what do you mean the last straw? That was it. That, that was, was it. it. <laughs> that was the thing. It was like, what's well, going to break know, the camel's back? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the piss that broke the, the camel's back. I, Alcohol I addiction, no, but the, the pee-pee. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, if some guys are into that, it's not such a bad thing, but unfortunately I wasn't. Yeah, you were asleep. Um, it would have been different if you were awake. Yeah, right? I think even the guys that are into it are, don't want to wake up in it. Yeah. They're they don't like, want pretty to wake particular. up sticky and cold and covered in somebody else's bed. Oh, good Christ. But you've gotten rid of her, right? She's out of here? I, I got rid of her, and you know, it, just, uh, it, it took a long time to, for me to. You know, I was alone right. for a long time after that, just trying to recover and, and kind of hating women for a while. And and uh, now, you know, I'm back to normal. I have a good girl in my life who drinks in moderation and uh, <laughs> doesn't follows, piss follows, on you when you sleep and gives you anal. Doesn't piss on me, which is <laughs> right. the, the key part. The key part of that story. Right. Here. And doesn't have and to be boring. hammered. Doesn't have to be hammered to give you anal, right? Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. Perfect. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Alex. Thanks what, what for calling, dude. Ending to that story. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, what <laughs> do you really... think? Do you think Alex or Angelo? Who's got the better no, story well, there? Plus, I was thinking this girl's now available for Angelo. <laughs> the crazy girl. That's right? right. You can beg her all you want. Right? Then, you can do whatever you want. She gave me a bottle of wine and I threw it out the fucking window. <laughs> yes. And she pissed on me. <laughs> uh, what do you say, Alex or Angelo? The better story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta go with Alex. I'm sorry. Okay. A you know, a Angelo's story is still... I think Angelo has an ongoing story. I feel like there's gonna be a part two, but Alex had, like, four parts to his story. Yeah, yeah. that felt very, like, Godfather ending. Like, yeah. you knew there was more, more. Right, it was coming, it was coming. Eventually, the horse's head was gonna be in the bed. You know? <laughs> and we got there. Yeah. We, I got closure when she pissed on him. Yeah. <laughs> Angelo hasn't finished his story. He hasn't run into this girl again. I mean, he hasn't, you know, come into that... That face-to-face -face confrontation where Can he... Can you please pee on me? No, where he where he redeems himself, right? Where he de redeems himself and wins. Okay. All right. Well, Alex, we will... Uh, <laughs> or just we'll walks hook away it and hates himself. Alex, if you can call back, we'll get your address, and uh, we'll send you a signed copy of I Suck at Girls. Oh, that's right. I forgot we were giving away a call. That's okay. I, well, he can probably call back. Can he? You oh, think he hopefully <laughs> we'll, cross our, we'll cross our fingers. Otherwise, we have extra books, which is good. So, so I suck at girls. Are we going to make a, a TV series out of this too? Do you think? Uh, I did sell this as a show. Um, I sold to Warner Brothers, and I'm doing it uh, with this guy Bill Lawrence. He's a writer. He did uh, Spin City and Scrubs oh, cool. and Cougar Town, and and so we're developing. It's going to be kind of like uh, I mean, if it were to ever go, but it'd be kind of like the Wonder Years, but set in the early 90s. Very cool. So, nice. kind we of the last time before porn was readily available. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, do you know? Do you have a, ne a network in mind? Do you know where you would like it to be if you had your uh, if you had your wish? You know, I just think whoever would want to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think 
I think uh, coming off the first one, I think it was just we sort of forced it in a you know you know square peg kind of round thing, and we just didn't really work. And I think uh, you know I think we, with Warner Brothers, we'll hopefully find the right right place for it. FX. Yeah, that's what I feel <laughs> like. It feels like it has to be like an FX thing, or right. I don't know if right. it's like. Uh, it's not. Is it HBO material? No. Well, I feel like there you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I feel like in, in this one, in this book, my dad's definitely in this book, but he's sort of uh, uh, you know supporting character as opposed to the star of the last one. So I feel like we have a little bit more latitude in terms of the stories we tell. So like, I, you know, it couldn't be a multi-camera sitcom, but but I, I, I could see it working in in sort of a modern family kind of way, but maybe just a little darker. Would you have Shatner come back and be your dad? <laughs> uh, I don't think Shatner would even know who I was when I walked across <laughs> on the street. Did he know you when you were actually oh, yeah. filming? Yeah, I worked with Shatner every day for like a year. and He's, he's a really nice guy, um, but he's 81, right. and he, there's a lot of people that... that but is he like a living Priceline commercial? Is that... <laughs> he is self-aware and at the same time not self-aware. It's, it's like a, an amazing thing. It's like... It's like you know, laws of thermodynamics don't apply. To it. It's like so it's super weird. Like he gets it because he gets the joke. Even he gets a joke about himself, but at the same time, he's like, I understand why you're laughing, but that's not really true. <laughs> you know, like right. he's he, he's a really interesting guy. I mean, he's he's got great like comedic timing, and he's perfect for I think that that kind of stuff. It just it just didn't really fit. The right, 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 right. You got some really funny stuff in the book, man. It's really, really funny. Oh, thanks. And I love some of the metaphors and stuff that you use. And, and the one thing that made me laugh out loud to the point where I woke up my wife was <laughs> you describing how you dance. And what is the the, the metaphor <laughs> you used? That, uh, he said it in the last segment. Yeah, but... like a praying mantis on fire. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually got that because I accidentally lit a praying mantis on fire once. Uh, it was I was I was like 12 or 13, and I was, you know, just like, fucking with some we were trying to like turn a bottle of hairspray into a flamethrower <laughs> when we were like 13 right and i accidentally worked a little bit and we lit this praying mantis on fire and that image in my brain and then when i started i caught myself dancing in the mirror once <laughs> i was 19 i'm like holy shit it's the same thing <laughs> it made a huge impression <laughs> on you it did. It was yeah. you didn't realize at that time i'm learning to dance what are you doing yeah. with that with that spray can i'm learning to dance that, that praying mantis's life did not go to waste there, it see? made it into a metaphor <laughs> 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 that is really <laughs> funny. All right. Well, the book is called I Suck at Girls. You can get it just about anywhere. It is a uh, it's a fast read unless you have a three year old and a really pregnant wife. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. really fast read. No, it is. It's fast and it's full of laughs. Full of oh, laughs. Thanks, that you guys like it. It's very very funny. And uh, Justin Halpern. Justin Halpern joining us. And in coming up next, the Sex Squad with Jaden and Jaden. Tonight, the focus is on the ladies instead of the usual teasing of the male audience. That Jadens are answering all the questions about sex that women are too shy to discuss. And Justin, do you have a, a, a personal Twitter? Uh, yeah, it's Justin underscore Halpern. Justin underscore Halpern. Follow us at Two Guys in a Mic LA. Thank you very much, Justin. Thank you, no Justin. Problem. We look forward to I Suck at Girls on a network coming near you soon. And never not look at me. <laughs> and I never not won't. <laughs> should a hug. Should give him a full on hug. <laughs> Sex Squad is next. Two Guys in a Mic. This has been another feature presentation of Peppermint Hippo Productions. Oh, boy. Superstition.